Hi, I am Harriana Hook, and welcome back to The Memoir of a Descendant Stan. We always start every episode off with a descendant's quote. The descendant's quote of the day is, where's my happy ending? Okay, hey everybody. Uh, I know I have not updated this shit in like forever since like March. I don't know. It's been a lot, but I have a really great, ex it's not a good explanation, but I have an explanation as to why I've been gone. So, um, I said in like January, like my New Year's resolution was to like, you know, do my podcast more. And uh, let me tell you how that went, um, because this year was just full of unexpected twists and turns. First of all, uh, my grandfather passed away like in the middle of February. And then my grandmother had passed away, at the, like, in December. So that's part of the reason why it just wasn't... I was trying to do better about that, but I saw how bad that, like, truly affected me. So I had that stuff going on with my grandparents. And then around that time, my mother was becoming more and more sick. So I had to help take care of her more. And because I had to care for her more, I had to neglect, like, the other things that I did for myself. Um, and because of that, along with us making the progenies, and y'all know making a show is not cheap. I had to, we didn't get no donations. Um, that's a whole nother topic for another discussion. But I had to work a lot of extra jobs to make sure we had the funding for that too. So I had to just pick what I had to neglect for a minute. Aside from like, it was just a combination of things um, from what was going on at my house also running my store too took up a lot of my time and the reason I had to neglect my store a bit is because I had to go do my other jobs and I wasn't home to like ship out people's orders and things like that so it was just like a mix of things the stuff with my grandparents the stuff with my mother um and if you've been keeping up with me you you guys know what happened recently um it's your girl had a really bad major depressive episode this year it was like from March, like after my granddad passed and then to beginning of august is like when i finally got out of it your girl was just not okay and i've been wanting to update this podcast it's just i didn't have ideas i felt like nobody was listening i felt like i didn't have anybody to talk to but we're back and that's all that matters that's all that matters today <laughs> so um I also have a guest here with today. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, as a guest. Okay. Oh, uh, where do I have you on the outline? Y'all, I love this girl so much. I love all my guests, but like this one right here, we like, we see each other. We see yeah. each other. <laughs> have I had a black girl guest here yet? I think you might be the first black girl I've had. That's okay, not cool. good. That's not good. <laughs> that is not good. <laughs> But y'all, I adore her so much. Some of you may be familiar with her if you're a fan of Miraculous Ladybug. Like me, her, and Anime Puffs, I think we're like the holy trinity when it comes to like black Miraculous Ladybug bloggers. <laughs> it's the us three, the three black girls. The early <laughs> but yeah, um, she's so sweet. She's so adorable. She's also really, really hilarious. So if you're not funny, um, Bye, this is not for you. You don't got no good that since you were okay. But please welcome G, also known as the Cartoon Hotspot. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. So introduce um, yourself to um, my listeners. Okay, so hi, everyone. Um, my name is G. 
the cartoon hotspot and I have a channel dedicated to Miraculous Ladybug um, where I talk about like my theories, um, make video essays on and character analysis on like the characters from Miraculous Ladybug and yeah that's pretty much all I do and I've been watching like Harry on a Hook for like since I was 15 <laughs> so I'm really happy to be on this podcast like right now because yeah, it's crazy. Because I didn't even know you watched me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think one of your videos, I think it was like the misogynoir and racism of Miraculous Lady. Oh, that. And I was like, I what? That video because I'm pretty sure the people on the team of that show saw that video and that's why I can't make no money off of it. No, Thomas was definitely lurking and he he, he was like, demonetize it. He was like, Zag, do you know? Because- <laughs> Zag hates me. <laughs> So when I saw the video, I was like, hmm, I've never seen this before. So I clicked on it and I was like, I might not like what I hear. But then I was like, no, she spilled, she spilled, subscribe. And then ever since you started making like Miraculous Ladybug content and Descendants as well, because I like Descendants. Yeah. I was like, this YouTuber, she's my favorite YouTuber. (laughs) Because it's like, I've been watching Miraculous Ladybug. Like people know I've always watched Miraculous Ladybug. I had like old videos on my channel where I would talk about it. But it's like, I don't know. It's like recently this year, I realized it's just so much fuckery in this show. And I was like, I'm going to talk about it. Because like, I had that one video I posted because you saw how I was done with the show. And now I was like, I'm not coming back. And now I'm back. (laughs) You like, you refuse to watch season four and then you're already watching season four. (laughs) Okay. How I got to watch a season four is because I was watching, uh, I think I was watching Big City Greens on Disney Channel and it went off and then Miraculous Ladybug came on afterwards. And next thing you know, they're talking about Zoe. No, it was the Zoe thing. They were like, oh, he has a half sister. And I was like, I'm back. I'm back. So that that episode is what made me come back. (laughs) No, y'all are so mean to Zoe. I cannot. Con, they were like, she gave us nothing. I was like, she gave us nothing. No, and I saw like anime puffs video as well. Like, Zoe is not a good replacement for Chloe. I was just like, it's true, but like, she's nice at least. Zoe don't deserve this. I'm like, y'all, there are way worse characters in this show. Like, why don't y'all give Bob, Alec, and Roger the same smoke y'all are giving Zoe? Bro, like, people just be standing Lila but hating Zoe. I'm just like, no. No. Like, no. No. We're going to get into Lila later. We, I can't say <laughs> But it's just, tell everybody a little bit about yourselves. So, like, they don't, like, know, like, your, who you, like, who you are, what you do. Like, what do you like outside of Miraculous Ladybug? Like. Okay. So, um, I'm originally from London, but then I moved to, like, LA for screenwriting so I decided to like move to America because London's like screenwriting courses isn't it's not good Uh I was like let me just move (laughs) so I moved to LA for this um, film school called New York Film Academy but it's in the LA campus Um, and outside of like Miraculous Ladybug I like drawing writing I've always wanted to be like a writer and work in the film industry um, and develop my own cartoons but I don't just want to be a writer you know I want to be like a showrunner yeah we see each other we We need more black showrunners we need more black female showrunners because oh most definitely yeah (laughs) we don't even go there um but other than that um yeah I just I like writing drawing 
um, singing, even though I'm probably not that great at it. Um, yeah, that's it. Right. How are you enjoying America so far? Oh my, the, okay, I don't know if you saw this yesterday, but... Oh, but was it the roach thing? There was a yeah, roach. We got roaches. We got roaches. <laughs> Big ones. And I never had to deal with this in England. I can deal with spiders and all sorts of insects. But when I saw that roach, it was just... I, was, I broke a broom trying to kill it. But yeah, that's that's one thing I don't like. Oh um, yeah, we got roaches yeah. here. <laughs> I could have told you that. <laughs> I need to get insecticide soon. But yeah, America's been great so far. Like, I'm generally liking it more than London. I feel like London was a lot of bad vibes in general in the sense that it was holding me back but as soon as I came here like because nobody knew I made it like I had a YouTube channel and everything talking about like Miraculous Ladybug no one knew that except for my few close friends because I used to get made fun of for watching Miraculous oh, when I, I was like 14 ah, I was just like what am I supposed to watch at 14 like what do you no. expect me to watch you know how I've been making Descendants videos for like ever like because I had my, my channel basically like I finally became serious about it when the first mm -hmm. Descendants movie came out my classmates were ruthless <laughs> they were so mean to me and I didn't stop I kept going I was like if you're more bothered by the fact that I like Descendants that's your problem <laughs> that's your problem not mine yeah so then I just never told anyone about it when I finally decided to make a channel when I turned 17 and then like when I moved um to the U.S. and then I like met other people they were like oh this is really cool like everyone is you know open about what they like watching whether it's like flipping I don't know Thomas the Tank Engine who I don't know but yeah. like everyone is just chill here nobody cares about what you do like they're more supportive so yeah I feel like London was holding me back in the sense that I cared a lot about what people thought but then now I just moved and I'm not really with anyone you know like I'm just just me on my own so I don't really care but yeah <laughs> no British people are mean like they, they <laughs> do not like us they are they know americans live rent free in british people's heads i'm just like they're doing their own thing what is your problem no that was one thing because anytime we'd be um we would like say something about how british people eat beans on toast and they'd be like that's why y'all get shot up every time y'all go to school and we were like hold up no i saw i saw that no like that. they are so mean to us and i'm like they're, what did we do they're terrible so no, because I remember they were talking about just a lot of people in Europe are mean, <laughs> and I was like, oh. no, because they said French people mean too, and I was like, yeah, they explain. No, they are. the French people. The French people are probably the meanest ones, like probably more mean than British. That's why probably French and British are like best friends, because <laughs> they're like what thirty minutes apart from each other. Yeah, they're, they're mean, especially the French people. Like you see Thomas Astrick, like he's not a nice person. Martin. <laughs> they're mean. <laughs> Gabriel, yeah, no, I picture all French people like Gabriel. Definitely. Not us over here dragging the fuck out of French people. No, let me tell you, I used to be, like, obsessed with, like, France and, like, French culture, like, ever since I was, like, in middle school. So, when I got the, um, we were, like, eighth grade. Okay, um, I, do you know how the American, like, grading system works? Like, so, so, eighth grade is when you're, like, 14, 13? Yeah, 13 and 14. Yeah. It's okay. It's like we have elementary school and that's like yeah. four to 11. Then you have mm -hmm. middle school and that's 11 to 14. And then high school is 14 to 18. So it was my yeah. last year of middle school. 
and we were like picking out our classes and when they found out which school I was going to because I was going to the magnet school they were like oh they offer French here and I was like yes I'm taking that and I had the craziest French teacher ever she was so mean all French teachers are mean I tell I did French (laughs) all of them are either crazy or just no they're they're terrible like I had this one teacher and Wait, so we all had a crazy like, French teacher <laughs> everyone had a crazy French teacher <laughs> oh my gosh and like there was this time where she fully like dragged one of like the kids because we were all misbehaving my French my French class was crazy oh my god my teacher was crazy <laughs> oh my god it's not like elementary school <laughs> no like French teachers are crazy no it's definitely not just an England thing they're crazy oh, everywhere she, oh my gosh I don't know what her problem was but she didn't seem to get that we were beginners the only word we knew in French was bonjour and au revoir that's, <laughs> correct. that's all we knew and she was just so mean she was like trying so hard to teach us like she was trying to teach us like third year level stuff so all of us were extremely behind I barely f- passed her class then next semester I kissed up to her a lot no next <laughs> next year I kissed up to her a lot so I could pass her class because I didn't want to get a C and barely pass and then um I ended up getting a new French teacher he was I wouldn't say he wasn't crazy like her but he was like he wasn't mean he was just he was kind of dry like I don't, yeah. I don't like boring teachers that's how it is he was just boring uh, and when he would like try to teach me and everything he was like oh you really are behind and I was like yeah like I've tried to tell you she was not a good teacher and you ain't want to listen to me but okay so that year I did kind of learn a bit about French but it was like <laughs> third year level French and I barely knew first year level so oh I think I did pretty all right there and then when I went to college, I took French. Horrible French teacher. I don't, that bitch was crazy, okay? She, let me tell you what she did. You know how they have, like, study abroad programs and, like, college yeah. and whatnot? Mm-hmm. Well, are you a part of a study abroad program or not? No, no. Oh, oh, you actually moved, okay? <laughs> yeah, I actually moved. Because we got a whole bunch of, like, British kids at my school. <laughs> you can point out the British kids. No, it's weird because the only white kids on campus are, like, British kids. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> No, it's so funny because my school is like a whole bunch of black people and there's a whole bunch of Asian people and then there's white people. But like you can tell which white people are from, are American and which ones aren't. Like they just got yeah. a different vibe to them. Mm, yeah. <laughs> the British soccer boys mean. Like I be looking at them. Like when I be going to the gym, I be looking at them when I be working out. I'm like, they're cute, but they're so rude. I'm not going over there. Because I went to one of the soccer games before. But that woman... She was teaching it like through online because she yeah. was, um, you know, the study abroad program. The kids in my school went to France. They went to Paris to learn, you know, French culture and everything like that. And I found out from them that the reason why that class was just so not it is because, first of all, she wasn't teaching us. She gave us a she gave us this online system. Oh shit! Ow! I'm sorry. <laughs> she gave. Oh my gosh, that hurt. But she gave us, like, this little online thing that did the teaching for us, and she didn't teach us shit. So, next thing I know, uh, they tell me that she was treating it like she was just on vacation in Paris. She wasn't caring. Like, she didn't give a fuck. Uh, no, uh, I hate those kind of teachers. Yeah. So, I ended up, I dropped it. I don't. I dropped her class because I was like, yeah, I'm not going to pass. And she busy over here living it up in Paris, like. Like, she don't got papers to grade and teachers and students to teach. So I ended up taking French again. And mind you, this is, like, 
beginning of 2020, you know, when the world exploded. Um, I was doing so good in that class. I actually had a teacher that was teaching us. And the next thing you know, um, the pandemic happened and it just didn't work. I was not fit to be learning a second language at that time. So I failed that again. That's like my fifth attempt. No, that was like my fifth attempt at French. So I started doing Duolingo and Duolingo was helping me so much. Like learn French, but I just stopped doing it one day and now we're here. (laughs) I don't know French. It's not good. I mean, if you ever need like a French teacher, I can teach you. Okay. Because my sister, (laughs) because my sister watches Miraculous too. And um. It, you should know how they dub it in English and like other yeah. languages too. And I had mm-hmm. told her that one of the episodes already came out, but it wasn't in English yet. It was in French. And she was like, oh, you can just tell me what they say. And I'm just like, you just mean at this point. You know, I, <laughs> she always do this shit. Like, no, what's that thing? It was like, she does the shit that she do. Like, you know, that, oh, the cold TV thing. That's what my sister do. Anytime we see something and somebody's speaking in French, she'd be like, what they saying? I'm like, you just being mean at this point. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, let me get back on topic. I'm like, we over here talking shit about French people. Let's stop. <laughs> well, we are going to be talking shit about French people the whole time. So it's on red. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a hot mess for real. So. You, you know me. I'm just, no, people be so surprised when they actually meet me in person. Like, cause I met like people this weekend um, that followed me and I was surprised that people knew me. And, like, other people I've met before, they were like, oh, you actually do act like this. I'm like, yeah, like, y'all think I'm joking. This ain't no facade, because a whole bunch of YouTubers <laughs> be faking their personalities. No, I'm just naturally a hot mess. Like, <laughs> okay, let me, so, um, other than Miraculous Ladybugs, we are going to get there, because that's going to take up the rest of the time. Yeah. What else do you like other than Miraculous? Okay, so other shows that I do like? Yeah, like other shows and movies. Okay, so um, I really like the Owl House. I know you said that bores you, right? <laughs> yeah, it looks like very beautiful, and I like the main character, but I just can't get into that storyline. I just was, wasn't feeling it, was, it. It was so boring when I like first started watching. It was slow, but then it started picking up. I was like, let me give it a chance. So then, um, other than the Owl House, I like Wings Club, and then the live action adaptation of okay. that. I never watched, like, I never liked the cartoon, but I loved the live action one. Everybody got on me about that. <laughs> I liked it. I remember you were like, yo, you're not going to watch the eight seasons. And everyone was like, watch the eight seasons. I'm just like, she said she's not going to watch eight seasons of the cartoon. No, people are rude. What? Like, people do not, you know how my followers are rude as hell to me. I was like, I said no. And they were like, no, but you can still, no, don't make up no excuses. I watched the live action show and I like the live action show and that's all I'm doing. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait for season two for that to come out, the live action. Um, what else do I watch? Um, I'm getting into Amphibia, but it's too slow for my liking, way too slow. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I think part of the reason why I like Amphibia is because it's easier to follow because so much of it is like filler and then you get yeah. the storyline shit. Amphibia, it's different let's just say that it takes a minute to get used to because i remember i watched it when like nobody watched it when they like released it like two summers ago on disney that's when i watched the video when it first came out and in the beginning i didn't like it all that much because i thought it was weird but after you got used to like the world it said yeah it started to grow on me so i amphibia just it's not everybody's like cup of tea but 
don't know. You'll see. You'll see. Yeah, I thought you said it gave you nightmares. I remember seeing a tweet one time. It did. Okay, like, okay. I had to take a break. I started, I slowly started watching Amphibia again because she's back in, like, the real world because she's not in Amphibia no more. Uh, People thought, like, I had a fear of frogs and I was like, I don't really have a fear of frogs but um, I had a dream that um, Anne died. Like, she got K-worded and it was not great. Uh, I don't know. I no I've always had like kind of nightmares and shit like that because I remember at one point I had a dream like that about like total drama island I I think I need to go to the doctor about my nightmares this should be vivid. so yeah and died in my nightmare and I was like yeah y'all I have to take a break from it <laughs> oh my god oh. but yeah yeah amphibious all right for the time being um i also watch like shira carmen san diego i love shira like shira is probably the reason why i decided to pursue screenwriting because i I just really like like the message it was like so powerful and i was like yeah i want to do writing i want to make a powerful message as well and like impact people um shira carmen san diego keeper I think that's about it. Oh, and The Legend of Korra in Avatar. Yeah, love The Legend I of Korra. I still need to watch Korra. Like, I watch Korra, like, every now and then, but I feel like I actually need to sit down and watch it. Because it's weird, because I've seen Avatar so many times. Like, mm. but Korra, like, literally my phone case is tough. Like, <laughs> the best. Yeah, actually, somebody, okay, um... That reminded me when I was at Anime Weekend, um, yeah. there was like a vendors where everybody was like selling their stuff, and I saw like somebody had recreated this. Yeah, and I was like, I have to have it. So I went up to the lady's booth and I just held up my phone case and I was like, "You have this," and she started laughing <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, I can get it for you." She was, it's so weird that you never see stuff like that. Avatar is great. We should, yeah, and one day we just gonna have to sit here and talk about Avatar because I got a lot of words. I have so many words. And they're making a live action of it. No, I don't. I don't know how to feel about it. But Sokka and Katara are not light skinned They didn't even try with Sokka's casting. That pissed me off. <laughs> I want to be a casting director simply for the reason, simply just to put more dark skinned people on TV because mm. I'm tired. I can't do it. Like when I saw that, I was like this is Sokka and Katara, like, did you guys even try to find? <laughs> so, I was like, okay. I'll um, give a girl a pass because they have pictures of her where she, like, has a tan and she's darker. So I was like, yeah. okay, I'll, I'll get her a little pass. So that boy was white. <laughs> so that was a white boy. I don't care. <laughs> that boy was white. Oh, my God. Moving on from that stuff right here. Um, so first we're going to be talking about miraculous ladybug characters. For those of you guys, because I know a lot of you guys, um, you either follow me for miraculous stuff or you follow me for descendant stuff. It's weird because I have people that follow me who know shit, nothing. They don't know shit about descendants, but they watch like miraculous ladybugs so they know that. And then I have people who don't know nothing about miraculous ladybug, but they like descendants. It's so weird. Like if you got that audience, (laughs) they'll sit and watch anything you talk about. Like, most of the YouTubers that I watch, I don't be knowing shit about what they speak about, and I still watch it. That's how you know you popping. That's how you know you popping. <laughs> like, Melena Pendulum. I don't be knowing about half the shit she be talking about. I still watch it. I, still watch- I know she's made some good She-Ra videos, so I think you may- you might like those. Okay. Yeah, she was a big fan of She-Ra, but um, Miraculous Ladybug basically is this show with a lot of issues. Uh, <laughs> it's a little show from France. 
yo i didn't even realize the show was that big to begin with because when i was in high school and i found it i got my other classmates to watch it and we were like yeah this is a cute show it's corny but but it's like i didn't know it was gonna blow up and be this big like it's yeah, it definitely blew up over the pandemic because i feel like just people were just bored especially after the new york special yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i'm sorry i hated it no why did okay that me and my sister kept pausing it we kept we kept like we haven't okay we finally watched the new york special in full because last year when we tried to watch it we turned it off when aeon went from white to black <laughs> i turned it off and then next thing i know um we finally watched it and oh my god the pacing was so terrible it felt like two hours like it was not good no it was originally to supposed to be like two hours 30 minutes but they cut everything down i'm just like are you sure you cut it down because it still feels like three flipping hours no because we kept pausing it we were like what you mean it's 50 minutes no it's not <laughs> no miraculous ladybug just needs to not do specials no more <laughs> can they not because that christmas special was terrible i hated it <laughs> i hated it the only thing good about it is that natalie looked cute in it that's it <laughs> it was not good oh my gosh I'm t- no I was at anime weekend in Atlanta and oh there was like a miraculous ladybug like panel and oh yeah bruh, I was in the company of some good white people they 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 knew they think the fandom I don't know the fandom online they scary but the people in real life they were real cool I brought up the race stuff and they were cool about that but they were talking about what is Adrian's voice actor name I always forget it Bryce Peppenbrook Bryce that's it yeah they were talking about how Bryce came sing <laughs> No, he could no, he can't. No, he can't. It was like Bryce can't sing, and I don't know how I feel about this awakening movie. If he gonna sing, and no, I, I don't think he is. I think it's the. It's, I think it's gonna be the French um, voice actors that are gonna be singing. Yeah, the two kids, the two like fifteen-year-old kids. If they're fifteen, I can't remember their Lou? age. Lou and Lenny kid. Lou and yeah, Lenny. yeah, they're gonna be singing. Okay, the English and the French. So yeah, okay. that's a relief. Okay, thank God. I can't do it. I can't do it. But, I mean, Christina can sing, but like Bryce's singing just ultimately lowers everything down. So like, it makes her look worse because of his singing. No yeah. shades of Bryce. I love him, but dude cannot sing. He can't sing. So basically, you tell the audience what Miraculous Ladybug is. Because if I tell it, it's going to sound ghetto. So you know <laughs> Okay, so Miraculous Ladybug is a French show um, about two teenagers, Marinette and Adrian. Marinette is half white, half Chinese, and Adrian is just white. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, people be like, Adrian's not white, he's French. That boy is white, shut up. No, he's white. They act like white people uh, are like just American white people. I'm like, no, that applies to y'all too. Y'all white. No. <laughs> so um and like their alter egos they're superheroes that save paris from this villain called hawk moth and hawk moth is adrian's father but they don't know um marinette turns into ladybug and adrian turns into cat noir but they don't know each other's identities and here's like the interesting part um cat noir is in love with ladybug however marinette is in love with adrian so it's kind of like a slow burn romance where they're both rejecting each other for each other but they don't know and it's been like six years and they still don't know and it's only been like eight months in their timeline it's crazy like 
yeah that's pretty much it and they're just trying to find like who hawk moth is and defeat him because hawk moth which is adrian's father who is gable Legrest, a fashion designer is trying to revive his dead wife i guess that bitch evil <laughs> like in some that coma, evil. yeah she's evil no i would die on this hill she is evil. That bitch evil uh-uh yeah and in order to do that, she has he has to get Ladybug and Cat Noir's Miraculouses, the Ladybug earrings and the Black Cat ring, to make a wish that will alter and shape reality. And then by making a wish, like, there's going to be a price to pay. So he's just trying to, all of this just for one woman, like, just let her go. Just mourn and the move bitch on. The evil. The bitch evil. She's evil. No one can tell me otherwise. I remember when I made that video that Emily's evil, the amount of comments saying, no, how that's rude. Like she's she's literally dead. Be like respectful. I'm just like, no, it's just no. a theory. <laughs> and this other person started quoting the Bible saying, like, stop blaming women for stuff. This is not Adam and Eve. I'm just like, it's just a theory that she's evil. No, Emily says don't like me. Her says don't like me. <laughs> It's like how you like Natalie, but not Emily. And I was like, because we've seen her, Natalie got a heart. She's not over here abusing Adrian. So exactly. don't play with me. <laughs> don't play with me. <laughs> Natalie, baby, please unplug that incubator. Please. So seriously, I need to see Emily and Natalie, like, for her hands. I genuinely just... <laughs> oh, me. Who called me No, that day I made that post. So, you know, I'm going to go on Twitter and be like, y'all, let's put Emily and Natalie in a boxing ring. Let's see who's going to win. That post where I was like, I wanted to see them fight. And Natalie's clear in Emily's ass. Like, I don't think Emily looks like she can fight. No. Emily can't fight. (laughs) We've seen Natalie fight before, too. Yeah, three villains. No, four. I don't even know. Three or four. I was like, Natalie can fight. Like, don't. (laughs) People be trying to do my girl dirty. If it was I did that thing where I was like, I want to see them fight. And somebody was like, Natalie, don't stand a chance. I was like, no, no, no. She do. She do. I'm not saying she will win, but she she stand a chance. Don't do her like that. <laughs> so since we're talking um, about characters, who are like your favorite characters? Okay, so as you would okay, so my favorite character is Marinette Dupin Chang. Yeah. Even though it's hard to defend her sometimes because the writers just don't know how to write a 14 year old. They're not the right women, period. They don't even know exactly. <laughs> But yeah, and then my like favorite characters, I don't really have, okay, so Marinette is obviously my favorite, and then Alia, because Alia, and Adrian, like, that would be it. And then the characters that I do relate to are Julika. Yeah, Julika, that's it. She needs more screen time. She does, she does, she really does. It really bothers me. Because the Kufens are really interesting. The Kufens are, like, interesting. It's yeah. weird because there's so many characters in this show, and everybody was like, "Y'all, there's more than miraculous ladybug than just Baronet and Adrian Drava." Look at all the other shit. Like, there's something there for everybody. Exactly. <laughs> there's something there for like, everybody. The writers just forgot about Alex. Man, can we? Like, it's weird because Alex literally is like cartoon me. That we got the same. We <laughs> act the same. It is. I'm hurt. So I'm like, where is Homegirl? She need to come back. That's why I was like, can Buddy X come back? Well, at least I'm older, Alex. Exactly. They just forgot about her. It's. But what makes uh, Marinette your favorite? Um, I feel I don't know. I just really relate to Marinette a lot, and I just like, even though she's written poorly, 
like I just relate to her a lot very poorly like Marina is just inspirational I can excuse the poor writing because if she was written by women women who know how to write 14 year old girls then I do think Marinette could be a much better written protagonist and I just really like her journey through Miraculous because one thing people don't understand and it's I'm not even going to mention their name but <laughs> yeah uh-uh. um, <laughs> Let's not go no, there. they're gonna be mad about the video I got going up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You know which one it is, too. So yes, like the main character doesn't have to have a dark and compelling story to be interesting. No. Like Adrian, I mean, I'm sorry, like Adrian's interesting, but his storyline is like if he was the main character, it'd be very boring, and I'd I'd be like, no, nah, I'm not watching this. Thing. I like Adrian, but he can't carry a show. No, he can't. Cat Noir can carry a show. Exactly. But yeah, I really like Marinette because she's just, I see myself a lot in Marinette in terms of like um, just being clumsy, not really clumsy, but showing one side of yourself to the to people, but then like having a more confident side that nobody really sees and not being comfortable in your own skin until you're like kind of forced to be your truest self because like in secondary school I was really like shy and I wouldn't really talk to a lot of people but then as I grew up I just became more extroverted and started like I never in a million years imagined to start like a YouTube channel and talk to like people watching my videos hearing my voice um if like if you told 14 year old G that she was going to start a YouTube channel when she's like 17 I never would have believed you but yeah I just really relate to Marinette in that sense I do relate to her too on that also because you know you kind of feel like you're living a double life. I've always kind of felt like I've been living a double life since forever because um a lot of people that watch me um whatever they keep up with me they know I used to do like cheerleading and like dancing and stuff yeah. like that and a lot of the girls there weren't really like into like nerdy stuff and whatever so it was like I always kind of had to hide that part of me from them and also the kids at school because you know kids are being mean and then I would be open about the things I like and they were not so nice about that so then I made my YouTube channel and YouTube is where I finally felt like I could actually express myself and talk about the things I like and whatnot and I really enjoyed it and I had so much fun and the people at my school found my YouTube channel and that was not great so it would be weird because they would say something talking about you don't act the way you do at school that you do on your channel. And I was like, yeah, because that's really me there. Like here, I don't, I don't like y'all. Like, leave me alone. But now as I'm like an adult, I'm out of high school, I'm in college now, I feel more comfortable like being who I am. So you see, you see me just like people be like oh you actually do act like that I'm like yeah my full personality can actually come out now because I'm finally comfortable with myself yeah that's how I feel with Marinette like I want to see because we was it was that thing we were you know, when I did that bad girls club scrunch on stream mm-hmm. where we put them up, like let's make them fight or something like that everybody was like season one Marinette don't stand a chance but season four Marinette do I like how we do see she is becoming a little bit more tougher but I really want more of her ladybug side to come out in her. Yeah, I agree. I feel like she can do it. I feel like season two, Marinette, we saw more of her ladybug side and yeah. a bit of season one, towards the end of season one. But then season three, you already know I hate season three so much. Like, I hate season three. <laughs> season three, Marinette is just 
not it's not it but she regrets like she's yeah she regressed because she wasn't stalking adrian in season two like they were relatively on good on healthy terms by not like being obsessed over each other blah 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 and then season three we see her again trying to break into his house i'm just like why are you why are you guys doing this to my girl like i can't keep defending her like this and then she just regressed in character by like teaming up with chloe to make to like make kagami's life a living hell Ugh, yeah season oh three marinette is not that with Natalie I'm like can you stop embarrassing me guys <laughs> I can't defend you for this like stop no but one thing about us I'm gonna find a way to defend her one way or another oh, yeah that's one thing about my name is Natalie I can't pronounce her last name for the life Natalie of me Sanchez, number one apologist. apologist I'm her apologist like I, I, I pretend not to see <laughs> No, I'm joking. Like, I'm not one of them fans that, like, act like Natalie did no wrong. Oh, because she wrong. Everyone in this show's wrong at some point, though. Everybody be trying to yeah. act like certain characters are more innocent than others. And I'm like, no. No, Natalie is wrong. I'm going to call her out on that. But I can still see the good qualities in her and still like her. Like, that's how I am with Marinette, too. Yes, both Marinette and Natalie are just products of misogyny. Let's just go ahead and talk yeah. about that. <laughs> but they have like they have the potential to be much better than what they are. But straight white men writing a show where the women take the lead, it doesn't look great. Yeah. So we're it's talking about <laughs> characters we like. Who are some characters you don't like? Oh, okay. Characters I Lila, for instance. I don't like Lila. Lila makes my ass itch. You already know this. I, I don't no, like Somebody Lila. quoted me on that. It was like, if any of y'all say Lila makes my ass itch, we all know who you got it from. <laughs> I didn't even realize I said that so much in my videos until someone pointed it out. I was like, oh, yeah. I really not like her. Like, like Lila, I, like I said, I can only handle her in doses. Like, you Lila episodes feel like they'd be on forever because I'd just be itching for her to get off the screen. Like, I can't do it no more. No, because Lila's just that one character. I guess I guess that's how she's written. But, like, Lila's that one person you just don't want to turn out to be. Like, I get the whole Volpina situation, Marinette embarrassing Lila. But then again, I would have done worse, to be honest. And I'm just like, Marinette offered you to you know start afresh and start clean but then you decided to hold a grudge and we don't know why Lila acts the way she does except for the fact that her parents are barely around and she's just alone but even then it's just hinted it's not really like fully elaborated but yeah Lila's just really annoying because it's like she does stuff to get this to get the satisfaction of making people's and I hate the way the whole class just like are dumb about it you no, know that clip no season three another reason why i hate season three no i hate time tagger so much like, i hate that episode <laughs> the only good thing about it was when older alex came into it yeah but you saw how at the end where marinette was like hey um something came up and i can't watch the um twins no more ollie was like it's cool why we pan over and we see lila watching them and i was like ollie are you too smart for this <laughs> No, and that I remember posting at one at one time a clip on on Twitter. It was so funny, where like a Marinette threw the napkin just to prove a point, but then Lila caught it, and then she was like, "I was about to save Max's eye," and then Max was like, "Lila, you saved my eye." I'm just like, "Bro, you're supposed to be the smartest person in this class." No, I hate the fact that when Lila comes on screen, every other character is just dumbed down. 
And I'm just like, it's like Adrian and Marinette are the only two that can see it. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. Like, we were talking, okay, Anime Weekend, man, y'all, you should have been there when we was going in. This man was talking about how he was like, all the characters in this show stupid. And I was like, I agree. They are very stupid. All of them are. Like, nobody in the show is smart. Like, it's just, stuff is just not making sense. Like, yeah. if my, like, Alia was like, if Marinette, you know how Marinette and Alia are like BFFs. Yeah. Marinette has told um Alia about all of this shit. And if she still would let her watch her siblings. I'm like. That was, no, that was so weird. so bad. Because, like, it was just so weird because my, I spoil it one for anyone who hasn't watched it. Oh, we spoiling <laughs> the like, whole thing. It don't matter. <laughs> okay. So like when Marinette told Alia she's Ladybug, and then we had Simple Mind, another reason why I don't like the episode Simple Mind. It was oh. just so weird how Hold on. I'm like, gonna get there in a minute. Hold on, keep going. <laughs> I just it was just so weird how like Alia asked Marinette, would it be okay to babysit my little sisters? And Marinette herself doesn't know when to say no to something. That's one thing about Marinette. She doesn't know when to say no. Oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I sure, I'll babysit I cannot babysit Manning. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. I, I would have took her to Alec house. You watch her. I can't do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just like, sis, she told you that, like, she's stressed and everything with Ladybug, and you still ask her. I get you want to go on a date with your boyfriend, Nino, but you could have found someone else. I'm just like, we're not really seeing the effects of you knowing Ladybug's identity. Like, I thought you would have been a bit more considerate. Yeah. No shade to Alia, because I love her, but... I love yeah. Alia, but... <laughs> some, the writers don't know how to write black women. We know this. But, oh, Jesus, simple man. Why did Marinette take three kids of color to her racist-ass granddaddy? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not good. That no, because I'm pretty sure her granddad didn't even want to meet Marinette because she's Asian. Like, it's it, hinted. Somebody tried to tell me that that man wasn't racist. I was like, I felt like that was white people who said they didn't pick up on that he was racist. Of course you didn't pick it up. Like, <laughs> the white people that be trying to go off on me, they don't know what they be talking about. Because <laughs> there were oh some God. that saw it, but others were like, how is that racist? And then I was like, this and that, and, that, and that. they were like, oh, are you oh. sure? Yes! <laughs> okay, my CDs fell over there. It's all right. Okay. So, um, I just did they ever do when like you know Ali and Nino did they ever have they officially got together because I don't remember that if they did they did so it like season one apparently Nino had a crush on Marinette oh yeah is, we knew that you know and then at the end of the episode I think it was the episode Animan and then suddenly it's hinted that they like each other and then we cut to like season two mid-season two zombie zoo and suddenly it's confirmed they're a couple and okay, i was like, I feel like they what was the development maylin and ivan too <laughs> they did that with me <laughs> i love them i love maylin and ivan but i was like that's not how it works <laughs> no it's not no i'm i'm just like writers you can develop other relationships outside of agent because agent hasn't even gotten that much development like it's been six years so what have you been spending those six years on it's just weird. We're going to get the Mary cat in a second, because... Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what, who other, before we move on, what are some other characters that you just don't like? 
it's not that I don't like Chloe, but then at the same time, I do. I just don't think I'd get along with Chloe. I no one will get along. With I just Chloe don't care about her. I just don't care yeah. about her. I, I don't care anymore. Like if she's on screen, she can be irritating, but she can be funny at the same time. Yeah. That's the difference between her and Lila. At least she Chloe can, be can make funny. me laugh. Like yeah. <laughs> um, I don't like Sabrina. No, I don't like Sabrina. I don't, no, I don't. I don't. With, no one, Julia Cocofane doesn't bother anyone. Why, why did Sabrina decide to lock her in the bathroom and giggle about it? Okay, let me tell you, um, the video that I just, like, I just edited it and it's already, like, on my Patreon for people to watch now. But mm. I even talked about how Sabrina can be just as bad as Chloe because I compared it to this movie called 13 because a yeah. lot of the stuff that Julica, not Julica, Sabrina and Chloe do is similar to um, what the girls in 13 do. And I posted that clip. I, that that right there, I think, is the reason why I don't like Sabrina that much. Because when I was in the seventh grade, something similar like that happened to me. And I feel like that's just a personal thing right there why I just don't like Sabrina. <laughs> uh-uh. That's just, somebody has said something about that sound personal. It is personal. I don't care. Like, uh -uh. Like Sabrina, I feel like Sabrina just enjoys, I mean, at least season one, Sabrina enjoyed doing the shit Chloe would do. I'm just like, you're telling, because yeah, Sabrina and Chloe, like Chloe mistreats Sabrina, but at the same time, like I watched Anime Puff's video on like Sabrina and like a different perspective, like yeah. Sabrina might just be using Chloe to, you know, to just be up there like popular in the sense yeah and i was like that's an interesting take like i could see that like it's definitely true in some aspects so i'm just like yeah I, I don't like sabrina like how she in season one it's always season one how she tricked marinette's mom went into Marinette's room and got her diary she i'm just like why does no one talk about this everyone talks about marinette breaking into adrian's house and stealing his phone but sabrina did the same thing by taking her personal diary so yeah, I don't but like you Sabrina. you know, Sabrina's in closer proximity to whiteness than Marinette is, so. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it just be racism, because y'all be so quick to call out Marinette and Alia and Kagami for every little thing, but the white kids be doing just as bad as them, and y'all don't got nothing to say, or y'all defend them, like. Like, yeah. I mean, I wholeheartedly believe that if Lila was Black or Asian, people would not like her. Like, y'all yeah. would not, there would not be this many Lila apologists out here, like. Exactly. No, somebody tried to say something about that with Natalie. They were like, if she wasn't oh, white, all I know, if she wasn't white, I would like her more. Shut up. <laughs> play with me. <laughs> Do not play with me. Like, I don't, I don't like Alec. I can't. I, I just oh, don't like that man. He's messy. He's messy. <laughs> that one time when he was like, you only lost by like half a billion votes with that weather girl. When she lost, I'm just like, you could have been nicer about it. Yeah, I don't like Alec. Even though there's a reason why he acts the way he is, but Wishmaker explained that. I just he is grown. <laughs> he is, no, he is grown. This, exactly. This is what try and blame Alec, him. Like, he's, he's probably he's like pushing he 30. He's probably like pushing 30. He know better. <laughs> he know better. Like, I, Bob. Oh, fuck, fuck Bob. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. I, no, I, I, I was just about to mention, I hate Bob. Marinette should have, all of them should have clocked his ass. Like, mm -mm. <laughs> should've. No, Marinette should have let silence or Luke or whoever, like, dealt with him. Because Bob is just, ugh, I hate him so much. I know every time he comes on screen, 
it's I turn it off I just skip it because he's so annoying and irritating and he's only on screen for like two minutes I can't stand him like I was like y'all be talking mad shit about Marinette these three right here Roger Bob Alex them talk about them they're horrible yeah oh and I hate Andre the weakest link I hate him the mayor him he's no I don't even I don't care like why would you I know that whole episode with when Zoe was introduced he was yeah. like talking about how Audrey made him hide his love for film I'm just like no but at the same time you're still a horrible person like Andre, I'm not very I've, I've had very mixed feelings on him because I feel like Audrey kind of ruined him in a sense. Cause I feel like he's like kind of because you can see he can be nice, but yeah. he's married to a fucking monster. Like, <laughs> and I feel like like I, I'm a wholehearted believer that your ref- your partner is a reflection of you. And I was like, I feel like that's the main reason why I don't like him because him and Audrey do have similar like quantity. Yeah. They're married, they're a couple, but I'm just like, she ruined him. Like. And he took her back when she cheated. I'm just like, she had a whole baby outside of you, and you took her back. I feel they, she, they, they, mm -mm, she ruined him. It's misogyny. It's misogyny. Yeah. (laughs) Because somebody has said something about that. Because somebody was talking about how the men that write this show, it's so obvious that a lot of them, it be giving insult vibes, okay? And then we found out about like Audrey had a whole other she had a whole nother daughter outside of Andre and she lived in a whole different country. Somebody was like, now y'all know good and well if this was not written by, you know, men. And Andre most likely would have had another kid. And most likely he would have had two kids instead of the mom having two kids. Cause yeah. They just did I just what what kind of hate boner do they have for Audrey? Like <laughs> I just feel like they just used Audrey as an excuse for Chloe's incomplete or whatever character arc it was. Because I don't even know what they want to be doing with Chloe anymore. But yeah. That's... I'm so over Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over her at this point. I don't. It's obvious that they're just trying to push her out because they're literally pulling Sabrina away from her more. And then Zoe's yeah. here now. So it's like Chloe kind of don't serve a purpose no more. <laughs> exactly. So moving on from um that very interesting conversation about characters that get on the get on earth, we're talking about ships. Yay! So go ahead, go, go, go. Tell okay. everybody why you like Mary Cat. Go. <laughs> okay, so Mary Shat is my second favorite ship because I actually really like Lady Noir more than Mary Shat, just by yeah. my just a little bit. Mary yeah. Shat, I made like four free video, whole video essays on Mary Shat because I feel like it's the most natural ship and the most healthiest ship like yeah. I enjoy watching Marisha there's not like with Marisha they don't give me headache like Adrianette and Lady Noir sometimes Marisha is just pure vibes and I think it's because it's a friendship before even though they do have feelings for each other but they just don't know it like it's just Marinette being Marinette and Cat Noir being Cat Noir but in a less you know way i feel like, like adrian's real personality is when he's at he's cat noir when he's with, with marinette because i was like yeah. that feels like early him right there i yeah. love mary cat okay like, i know it's mary chat i say mary cat i don't care it, it's the because we were me and my sister were talking about it because i was like you know there's like four different ships and she was like it's all the same thing and i was like 
yes but also no so she finally she was like okay i see i see the flavor right there with mary Kay. i was like it yeah. feels it feels a real because you know yeah. mary and adrian awkward as fuck around each other <laughs> oh oh lady looking cat the war do is argue <laughs> the thing about exactly. it is that like it's like they don't really have time for a romantic relationship because they gotta like save the world and shit like that. Like I do think Ladybug does like Cat Noir. Marinette does like Cat Noir. It, it, it's it's frustrating. It's just he's like, okay, you you sweet, we won't got time for this. Like that's exactly what it feels like sometimes. And then Ladrian is just boring because they both like each other. I'm like, no. Yeah. Like it's too obvious right there. <laughs> Mary Cat is like, they like each other, but it's just kind of like, I'm not letting you know that. I like you, but I'm not letting you know. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah. So I feel like other... wait, what were you saying? Mari Shat in the one episodes they get each season has the most development compared to Adrianette, who's been what like three, four seasons, six years. Yeah. I'm just like Mari Shat is just that shit. Is the like if they want to reverse the love square, if they want Ladybug to actually realize her feelings for Cat Noir and Adrian to realize his feelings for Marinette. Marisha is the way to go but I don't know what they're trying to do for season four because after that one Marisha episode in season four I don't know if you've watched it like things are still the same in a wait sense. which one was it was it was it the one she was in the bubble no <laughs> no, that, no um, that may be bad <laughs> no the recent one Glaciator 2.0 where the ice cream man gets reacclimatized. did that come out in America yet I mean, it's not out in the, it came out in the French dub. Like, okay, that's time. why I ain't seen it. I'll be, I'll be want to watch French people. Me, like, I, no, I get mad every time I hear French language now because of how bad I struggle to try to learn it. Like, no, <laughs> but yeah, I, I won't spoil it for you. But no, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> okay, but that whole episode was literally just a Mary Chat episode. Like, it was the probably the strong episode of season four. Like, one of the strongest episodes for season four. Because then we actually got, like, development on both Adrian and Marinette's character. But then Simple Man came along, and I remembered, oh, right, Glaciator 2.0 is episode 15, Simple Man is episode 19. Like, where did all this character development go? But, yeah, in Mary Chat is the ship. Like, it is. I can't, no, speaking of, like, the love square, Oblivio <laughs> had a, oh I love Oblivio, but it's just, it's like it proved that Marinette and Adrian will work. Like I like how that episode yeah. it works, but then everything I'm tired of them resetting shit. <laughs> like, no, it's so annoying at this point. Like when the actual reveal happens, I don't even think I'm gonna believe it. I'm just being like, yeah, I'm just waiting for Bunnix to come. If Bunnix comes in the upcoming episode, Ephemeral, the hundredth episode of the series, I'm gonna be like, stay in your borough. When is that? It's coming out? out. It's coming out this Sunday in the French dub. Okay, because go y'all go ahead and tell me what happened because I'm just like, hurry up. I can't. Mm-mm. No, because I feel like they're going to reset the timeline again. I'm just like, Bunnix, stay in your burrow. Like, stay there. Stay there. But yeah, I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> I was talking about the show. Um, <laughs> yeah. So outside of like the Love Square, what else do you show? Okay, I really like um dj wi-fi ali and nino they need a new shit no. name i'm sorry <laughs> why i do the black couple why, like this why did they give them their acrimatized name it's, it's so weird and they didn't give anyone else their like acrimatized name 
but yeah, like DJ. Oh, that feels that feels like a microaggression. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna. <laughs> I said that I was like coming across as anti-black to me, but let me See, not say anti-black. <laughs> but yeah, I just wish they were more developed because DJ Wi-Fi is what Adrianette could be. Yeah, if they just learn to talk to each other and communicate without the whole superhero nonsense. Because I do feel like them being superhero is impacting how Adrianette actually act as their civilian form yeah but then uh, outside of Arlene you know um Julia Rose Julia Rose but I didn't like what they did in Reflector that, no <laughs> no Reflector okay I, I love Reflect Doll it has issues but that shit pissed me off when she started chasing after Rose and I was like don't do this please no but then i also didn't like how julica was like rose where are you my bff i'm just like i thought they were a couple i'm just like okay but i get it disney just might you know tell them to change some things around say like because we know how disney disney be but we, we all know like something's like, going on like it's obvious that they they're together like yeah and then they we just they just forgot about mark and nathaniel like they no, it's actually, it's honestly kind of laughable because I'm like, what happened to the little gay boys? Everybody was like, oh, I forgot this show had them. <laughs> exactly, like. They were cute yeah. too. And I'm like, what happened? What happened? <laughs> but yeah, those are the only ships that I like. Melinda and Ivan are cute, but I just don't care about them. Yeah. Like, they're healthy. No, I'm, I'm like this close to writing Alex and Kim fan fiction because no, put them back together, please. I don't like how they, I don't like how they try to, they try to push her off with Max and no, and then they try to push her, him off with that little swimming girl. I call her the fish girl because I don't bother with No, like Alex and Kim work good together and I'm like, why did y'all stop this? Bad writing on that song, bad writing. Yeah, and I remember Kim having a crush on Chloe for like two seasons I almost forgot that actually. I genuinely uh, almost forgot that. Chloe don't deserve Kim. Exactly. Kim and Alex need to get married, okay? Please. <laughs> I love Kim and Alex. They act like, at this point, they starting to act like Kim don't exist either. Like, yeah. After that like, episode where he got his miraculous, they just he that that episode was didn't do him justice. I don't like that. That's the party crashing <laughs> one, right? That episode yeah. is not good. That episode is not good. <laughs> It was just like, what's it called? What's that word called? Um, it felt like a fever dream. Yeah, like it was just. I hate it. Three it was, like, was not good. <laughs> <laughs> With the exception of like a few episodes, season three is ass. It's so ass. It's so ass. Natalie over here fucking dying. <laughs> I'm just like, no. Don't do no, but the only thing that about season three that I can conf- confidently say is that Gabe Nath had probably more development than Adrianette and every other ship. They generally did. Like, looking back at it, like, how she just started using the Miraculous even more. And then they were touching each other up and down. That they one done episode. did something, okay? <laughs> they done did something. <laughs> No, yeah, everybody like everyone at that panel like from uh anime weekend we were talking about yeah. it all of them were like gabriel and natalie did something <laughs> i posted a tiktok and it was like i'm gonna call them out they did it but i can't prove it <laughs> yes, so, that. i love game that okay like i am game that trash you already know <laughs> 
like it's oh sexy like it's a mess that's why it's great it's yeah like just because we ship something don't mean it's good i'm aware that it's bad that's why i love it <laughs> but it's realistic as well it, yeah it's realistic as well especially like because i'm growing older like adrianette is that really realistic to me yeah it's not and what you could really like see in the adult world and growing up blah 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 yeah i I get like where natalie is coming from because yes i have done stupid things for men don't 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 tell nobody i told you that (laughs) live of course everyone knows y'all i i get natalie i understand her um i get her on that sense like gay i feel like it's the youngins that don't that think gay mad is just so horrible because i noticed that whenever i'm talking to people that ship gay mad they're like older like yeah like i say 17 18 or older it's really them youngins that be like i don't get why y'all do it y'all just don't get it y'all too young yeah <laughs> y'all don't go here <laughs> y'all don't go here exactly like people were trying to tell me that i was like no i think gabriel does love natalie he's just he gonna throw her away when emily come back and i don't he appreciate it wanna i feel like he feels he'd be betraying emily another reason why i think emily is evil because if she was if she was good she gabriel wouldn't be doing any of this like if she wasn't manipulative in any way shape or form because i do feel like she kind of did manipulate both adrian and gabriel but like if emily was a saint as adrian makes it out to be gabriel would have mourned by now i genuinely do think so and he would have moved on with natalie like everyone sees it adrian ships him and natalie but gabriel was like no 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 no, that's no. we were talking about that when he brought it up he was like no he just yelled at him and we were like do y'all not realize that ever since that moment he's been doing a really bad job at hiding that he don't like her yeah like, he's been bored he hands me all over her like <laughs> you like her you like that woman okay go ahead and admit it no yeah. okay i got this theory because they were trying to they, this show trying to make it seem like natalie and gabriel are the same age they are not they're not no they're definitely not they are not like i got i was like i give it 10 years like they are not the same age because somebody was trying to say they were like um natalie could be like 40 or 50 like he is no she's not <laughs> natalie's young like i'd say natalie is around like okay so adrian's what 14 so gabriel must be at least nearly 40 pushing 40 or something and emily probably just a little bit younger i feel like emily is a bit older than natalie but younger than gabriel so i'd say natalie's either mid 20 no late 20s or pushing 30 yeah i I have yeah like my theory that natalie is like 28 I forgot. Yeah. Um, I actually am writing a gay man story, and I made sure I put like there was an age there. I made sure she met him when she was grown, though, because we're not doing that. That is nasty. Yeah. That is disgusting. But um, but I was like, y'all, I'm not buying this entire thing about Natalie being the same age as him. It, it's just things that she acts different. Like, yeah, she acts like she's in her twenties. <laughs> like women in their twenties act different than like women in their thirties and stuff like that. I'm like, she doesn't act like she does. Like not buying it and i was like gabriel he got to be like pushing 40 and yeah. natalie she she got to be like 28 because i'm not i'm not buying it she looked because somebody was like y'all trying to say 40 year olds can't look good no she genuinely just doesn't look she doesn't look like she's 40 she has a face like a 20 year old something like she dresses like she's older of course like her clothes make it seem like she's older but that she got a baby face <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. 
a really yeah. cute like pouty face and i was like natalie's not that old as y'all trying to make it out to be like plus i feel like gabriel would have made her wear something that makes her look older because yeah. she is his assistant and adrian's yeah. personal help as well so that's probably why like if i want there to be an episode where we just have natalie just vibing outside of Gabriel, just her, just vibing, living life. Cause she, she wouldn't, I feel like Natalie would not wear a suit. Like, you know, as an everyday suit, I feel like she would have a sense of style because Mayura, her outfit is probably the best superhero outfit <laughs> out of all of them. Yeah. So she definitely has style. Yeah. Yeah. But she just dresses like she's what, 40. <laughs> no, the day they finally give Natalie a whole episode, everybody know they're gonna be like, they all gonna be looking at me. I'm like, you <laughs> yes, yeah, leave me alone. I might actually watch the French dub. Who knows? Exactly. The Natalie apologists <laughs> right here. <laughs> exactly. so we're talking about ships we like. Uh, what are some ships that you don't like? Ships that I don't like. Um. Luca and Chloe. I don't know where the hell that came from, <laughs> but me? I don't like that shit. Excuse me? Ha huh? Has he even talked you to her? So, like, after the season three finale, that one line where, like, Luca is standing there and then Chloe's in, like, her acclimatized form, and she's like, oh, he's cute, but his sense of style. I think people just took that as Chloe and Luca development. Crohn's? Like, That's Crohn's right there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that is the definition of crumbs also like luca and kagami i just don't see it happening no I, i'm annoyed because i was like i feel like they're gonna pull that disney channel shit where they make the villains like they broke up so we're gonna put them together at the end yeah. that's what i was like i feel like they're gonna put luca and kagami together and i don't i don't know how i feel about that like yeah I wouldn't I be surprised if it happened. Way. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I always say, Luca and Kagami don't stand a chance. Y'all know this. But <laughs> can they not? Like, I feel like it's they're going to do that because I feel like they've kind of ran out of things to do with Luca and Kagami. Because you, you, we all know they don't know what the fuck to do with Kagami no more. Okay? After that, they did her dirty. Um, and then Luca, you know, he knows now. So it's like, I feel like they just don't know what to do with either of them at this point. That's why they made Luca know. Out of yeah. all the people they picked Luca, I feel like he's the only person that they could have trusted with the secret because my ass would have told him, be real. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like they don't know what they're doing with. I'm more upset with what they're doing with Kagami's character than Luca because I, I never really cared much about Luca, to be honest. But the fact that they just left Kagami and she's just there. This show is so mean to women of color. Realistically, after Kagami's break up with adrian that would she be that over him in a sense the way that she's just become she's basically like an adrian, adrian ship which is fine but she can be more than that but yeah that's another ship that i just don't see an interest in i just wouldn't i don't know how to feel about it but i wouldn't be surprised if they did pull that um luca and zoe that just came about randomly as well no no, somebody has said that was like I swear if Zoe gets a crush on Adrian, I'm done with the show. Cause she not please. Like, please don't do it. <laughs> no. I don't Adrigami. Um, Adrigami never okay, Luke and Nett felt a bit more natural, but like Adrigami, that that makes me uncomfortable. Like I just can't. And Adrigami, it's like you know how um 
Kagami finally like saw Adrian for who he really was. It's like yeah. she realized she was like, damn, you and Marinette are meant for each other because y'all both ain't shit. Like that's really what it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> y'all both ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, Adrian Gami, they should have just stayed as friends. Like I just feel like they just wanted to make rival ships to show why Adrian and are made for each other. And it wasn't even executed that properly because it wasn't. We, it, yeah, Lucanette was had more development than Adrigami, but Adrigami had more potential than Lucanette. It just didn't work out. And I just didn't like, I liked Adrigami when they were just being themselves and getting to know each other. But when romantic feelings were involved and then Marinette and Kagami rival, I just didn't like Adrigami in that sense. No, that episode where they went like ice skating and you know how Marinette had like brought Luca. And I was yeah. like, that right there proved that he liked Marinette because he didn't want to be alone with them. That's why he had Kagami to call. Adrian ain't shit. <laughs> this is why oh Adrian think I hate him because I say stuff like this. I don't hate Adrian. I just have a lot of critiques about his character. That don't mean I hate him. I like Luca. Yeah. I can critique his character. I like Natalie and I be dragging her to hell and back every day. Like, don't play with me. Adrian's exactly. fans are weird. They're like barbs. <laughs> They're like the new barbs, okay? They're the barbs of the miraculous ladybug fandom. And it's Adrian stands are always marinette antis. Always. It's, like, that's why you can't. Like, mm-mm. I cannot. Like, that's even, so mean to marry. I just don't like it. I can't even tell where it's worse. I think it's worse probably on YouTube or TikTok. But then I be getting some Adrian stands in my comments on under my tweets on Twitter, I'm just like, yeah, block straight away. Block. It's always the aggressive Adrian stands with the no, the I said, it was something I heard said. I was like, it's always the motherfuckers with the Adrian profile pictures. <laughs> like, don't it's always them. Yeah. And I think that's Nikki why I just... profile pictures and the Adrian profile pictures. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. But yeah, um, Adrian stands keep away from them if you want to keep your mental <laughs> if you want to keep your sanity, because they will drive you crazy. I, I can't no more. That girl still. I'm about okay. I'm gonna make a follow up video just to piss her off again because I'm like the girl. No, I, at this point I'm just done. And I'm like I'm gonna monetize the fuck out of this situation because you you fucking want my mental health. Like she was in my she was on the one of my tweets and I was like, hang on, don't I recognize you from? And I was like, oh wait, it's you. <laughs> she was replying under one of my tweets. And I was like, block straight away, straight block. away. I don't want you. Block, I don't block, 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 block. Every day I'm blocking a new Adrian stand. <laughs> no, I just I legit made a TikTok about it. Like, miraculous TikTok is funny, okay? Like, but I was like, and by the way, I know how you girls like to tussle. <laughs> about yeah, oh my god, yeah. They be ready they to fight. Throw hands over a fictional white boy. Come on, we can I, do better. I than you this. I was. If he was not white, if he was not white, y'all would not have all of this for him. Like, speaking of white, the hatred that a lot of people in this fandom have for Max is weird. Like, y'all are weird. It's giving very anti-black. <laughs> no, and it's, I noticed that every time somebody got big smoke for a character, they're always a person of color. I was just like, Ooh. Yeah. I saw somebody yeah. was trying to drag Alex, and I was like, isn't Alex technically a person of color too? Stop. <laughs> Don't do it. 
No, the amount of hatred that I see for Ella and Etta, I'm like, y'all are just mean. Like people hate it. Wait, people are hating on Ella and Etta. the twins, right? People, yeah, they, people hate the they twins. Doing anything? What? They're just busy. They're just little kids. They run around a lot. Like they can be annoying, but like the hatred so many people have for those two little girls is really weird. It's giving weird. It's giving massage no horror. <laughs> And Manon as well. No, but okay, regarding Manon, because who is her dad? Come on, like so I just word on the street is that is Alec. <laughs> Please. Oh my god. Yeah, Manon I was just like, who's like, oh. her father? But other ships that I don't like. Um I can't think of any other ships other than well, anything with Felix, because I don't know why people be Felix. What is Felix this Lila Felix thing? I don't get it. Felix and Lila. Yeah, I was, yeah, it was on the tip of my tongue. Felix and Lila, they have not interacted at all. Where are people sh- Just because they're villains doesn't mean they'd be a good ship. It's giving Elsa and Jack Frost all over again. <laughs> that exactly. era, the worst era. That was there. You just unlocked the memory. <laughs> but yeah, Felix and Lila, no. I love Definitely the Felix not. episode for all the wrong reasons. Like, I love it because it's a hot mess. I saw Natalie throw hands in it. That was great. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. That was amazing. <laughs> Natalie, I want to fight more, please. <laughs> she's dead. Can people stop saying she's dying, please? Like... <laughs> <laughs> that one comment <laughs> on my video. <laughs> Like I was looking through my Snapchat memories and I didn't even know I took a picture of it because I was like, I was dying when I saw that. When someone was like, um, why hasn't Gabriel given Natalie back the miraculous, even though he's fixed it? And there's one person was like, because she's dying. <laughs> and then there's like so many videos on YouTube theorizing that Natalie's gonna die at the end of season four. Oh no. <laughs> so Don't like, <laughs> No, if she die, I'm done for real. I'm dying coming back. No, no, seriously, I'm come back, like, but... it was just not. Why <laughs> don't people? I don't think they're gonna kill her. Like, just know how no, to it. it. She can't. Please. No, I'm sad now. <laughs> no, because somebody had told me they were like, I'm gonna be real. I didn't start paying attention to Natalie until you <laughs> started talking all this stuff about her. I was like, oh, I'm glad you guys are caring about her now. Finally. Like, <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't think she would die. It wouldn't make sense for her to die. It would just be a wrong move on the writer's part. Like, if anyone, if, like, Gabriel was to make them wish and bring back Emily, I can generally see Adrian. I don't want to say this because these Adrian stands are going to come for me, but oh, it would be make okay. sense. They'll be all right. <laughs> it would make sense for Adrian to die because, like, a price, a wish, like, you know, a life for a life, like... Adrian is the second most important person to Gabriel, apparently, even though he doesn't really show it. So if he brings back Emily, then Emily, uh, then Adrian will take his place. It wouldn't make sense for Natalie to take his place, because. But if she, if that did happen, no. Can she not die, please? That would be hard. No, because I feel like they could really do a lot with Natalie's character and her realizing that. She's better. She's better. She can do better than Gabriel. Way she better. Do, like, like, she already cuter than him. Like, why you exactly. let a man that's uglier than you do this to you, girl? Like, <laughs> exactly. stop. Exactly. No, my YouTube, my, 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 my followers be killing me. They be like, Harry on the streets and what do y'all bring up Natalie? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Oh, 
I yeah. even made a TikTok about it at one point. Where it was like, am I gay? No. And then I posted a picture of Natalie. I was like, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh my God. Can you die? Like, please don't die on me, Natalie. Oh. No, because that reminded me, like, because you know I love Harry Hook. He's like one of my favorite characters ever. Somebody brought a fan picture where he died, and I actually cried, like, so hard. Like, and I was like, it's gonna be dead. No, please don't. Gabriel, no. why you do her? Why you do this to her? Like, I don't think Gabriel gonna let her die, though. I don't think he that cruel. Oh, what, you think he would let her die? I feel like he would, oh. but he'd be sad about it. I feel like it'd be a case where he would debate about it, but then he would think, he would be like, okay, Natalie would want this. She's already sacrificed herself more time. So it's like he'd be convincing himself he's doing the right thing, but he'd regret it straight away. He'd regret it after. Because when, when that bitch Emily wakes up and is revealed to be evil and she'd be, you know, controlling his life and everything, he'd be like, Natalie was way better to me than, than Emily will ever be. Natalie still better be alive when this shit happens. <laughs> she better be. Can y'all Can y'all quit throwing that out there? It's like giving Thomas ideas. Like <laughs> you are not killing Natalie. I don't think they're gonna right. kill nobody in this show, though. That's the thing. I think Emily killed somebody though, but um, let me not. I just don't like it her. Did I? Well, not in the show, in the special, but yeah. Wait, it was revealed that she killed somebody. Well, it was hinted that her and Gabriel like conspired to kill someone. It was they in the did. Shanghai special. They did. They, they had to. Yeah. A couple evil. They, they did. That bitch evil. Yeah. I don't like Emily whatsoever. I cannot stand <laughs> her. Like, oh my God. Don't kill her. Don't kill my Natalie, please. <laughs> no, I'm going to be a wreck if that happens. Like, don't. This is not the CW. No. Y'all got to be killing people just to kill them. No. No. I'm genuinely hurt now. Like, I'm legit. Like, you know how you can be worried for, like, what's going to happen in the show? Other than, like, Kagami, I'm legit worried about what's going to happen with Natalie. Because yeah. I'm like, what are they going to do with Kagami now? And I was like, no. I was like, Natalie literally on bed rest. I'm like, he still got her working. Leave her, let her rest. Like, No, I just remember that one thing. <laughs> you were like, Natalie's sick as fucking bed. And Gabe was like, okay, but can you well, still can you do, do this for me? <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody, I said that. This, I said that to like, because I'm like in this server of like, full of like Gabe net shippers. And I was like, Harry, he probably just missed her. And I was like, he probably do. That's a cute way to look at it. But let her rest now. <laughs> let her be. She's not dead. She's like, not somebody actually made that their like username. Natalie's not dead. <laughs> Please don't kill her. Like, oh my God. I miss because I know you be lurking on my stuff. Do not kill Natalie. Like, no, Jeremy, you you just as bad too at this point. <laughs> don't kill him. Don't kill her. Like, you know they're gonna bring that. They're gonna bring Emily back at some point. I already know. Yeah, definitely. I feel like season, season five. five. Season five might yeah. be another season three. I, I have a feeling. Season five. I'm hoping not because I can't stand that. No. I'm hoping not. Yeah. I'm hoping. So this kind of like goes right into like this question I have right here. We're getting close to the end, so I understand. Your college <laughs> time. I know I need to be doing homework, but I'm not. Um so we we gotta talk about writing. 
what are your biggest issues with this show's writing? Because, hmm. Okay, so with Miraculous Ladybug, there's a lot of issues. One, the writing regarding the characters, especially, like, the women in the show, because we said it before, like, they don't know how to write women or women of colour or fictional girls of colour. Um, they don't know how to write Marinette. They don't know how to write Alia. They just don't know how to write women in this show because they're all full of like the writers the writers room are all full of men white men yeah and then another thing they that that bothers me a lot about the writing is that it feels like something is happening but then nothing is happening at the same time so it's like they're luring us they've been dragging out this love square thing for like years now i think that's what most people are hooked on but it's, it comes to the point where it's like how long are you willing to drag this out without boring your audience? Because I'm tired of the Love Square. It kept us hooked for three seasons, but season four, you'd think they'd finally develop a bit more. That's another thing. They just drag things out with no develop, very little development. They just drag it out forever. I know, I, I, I can talk about Natalie all day, but um, <laughs> I mentioned how like Miraculous Ladybug is like a product of misogyny. A lot of the shit that the girls do, it feels as if, like, I don't know, the, the way the men on the show write women, it's giving, I wish a woman would do this for me, but it's also giving, I can't stand women, so I'm gonna make them just as bad. Because that's yeah. what it feels like with Natalie. Because you know how she literally is doing all this shit for a man. And I was like, it feels like y'all wish y'all had a woman like Natalie to do that for you. <laughs> that's exactly what it's feeling like. Like, because she loves, like, you know how... You know how niggas be where they be like, I want a girl to be down for me no matter what what I do. I could treat her bad and she not gonna leave. You know like they thought I'll ride or die. Yeah. That's literally yeah. what she is. And I feel like they think they can get away with it more because she's grown. Natalie's 28. Okay, don't play with me, y'all. They think <laughs> they can get away with doing that shit to Natalie character because she grown. No, it's still just as bad when y'all do that shit yeah. to Marinette. Like no 14-year-old girl, like. Marinette is a very realistic character in some instances, but no 14-year-old girl is doing all this shit over a little boy. Like, they're not. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I completely agree. It's just like, when they're writing the characters, would realistically, would this happen? Like, I know it's like a cartoon, so some things are exaggerated, but there is, there has to be some sort of like, what's the word? Realism in it. Yeah. Would Marinette be doing all of the things she's doing? Would Alia be doing something she's doing it doesn't make any sense but then another problem I have like I mentioned with the love square they're milking it out there are some aspects of Miraculous Ladybug that they can develop like the law like how the Kwamis came into existence how this and that like that's I feel like Miraculous Ladybug is very unique and strong in the sense that it has a very unique law. Sim I can see why people say it's similar to Sailor Moon and that, but I do feel like Miraculous can stand on its own as one of the most unique laws in cartoon, like um, today in cartoon. So then I'm just like, you've got all of this, but you're not doing, you're just shoving the love square in our faces. I'm just like, you've got to figure out like what you want to do with the law. Cause we don't know how the Kwamis, like I mentioned, the Kwamis came into existence. We don't know what would actually happen. Like why? I don't even think they know. I don't even think they know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, you know, everybody, the main reason a lot of people like this show is because it feels like anime because you know, it's like 3D animation, anime, CGI animated yeah. anime. 
it's like this show is trying too hard to be like anime sometimes like when i'm watching this i'm like okay this legit looks like freaking anime and i feel like they try to copy a lot of anime tropes because anime women female characters in anime are always written so badly and that's what it's giving that's what it's giving it's giving a bad anime but it looks cute and that's why we keep coming back (laughs) the kwame stuff like the lore i'm gonna be real this show does a lot better writing of the people stuff like the coming of age the slice of life aspect of the show than the Kwame stuff because it can either be it goes from really really stupid to really really weird to boring like that one night where um you remember Meredith was having a bad dream and Adrian (laughs) that shit was funny (laughs) when he was like crawling in her room and shit like that (laughs) <laughs> everybody was like why does why do Kwame's look like they summoning Satan like <laughs> why does it look like they summoning Satan and then that's like just weird right there and then it gets boring with fucking you know Master no it got stupid with Master Fu like how the um Sinti monster was created and then another time it's just boring because it's just like uh okay Kwame history lesson Let, let's move along the story it's boring yeah yeah completely agree the fan fictions do a better job of explaining the law and it's not even canon like that's the difference they should just write, take notes i don't even write none of the kwame shit up in my own fan fiction i was like i took it all out i took it all out i got it like, yeah, all the characters the still exist like all the characters are there but there's no kwamis because i can't do it <laughs> yeah like because you've got nothing to use as a basis like that's why I don't really like going into the law if I'm gonna write fan fiction it's gonna be love square stuff because I've got nothing to go off right I don't know how some fan fiction fanfic writers do it I can't they I respect them for that like I stand them for that because somebody thought I was gonna put Noru and Desu in my um, game that story I was like <laughs> no 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 well, they're gonna be dogs. We can do that. We can make them dogs. <laughs> that could be their dogs. Oh my god! Because I've done stuff like that before. Like with one of my Descendants fan fictions, um, I put Stitch in that. Stitch, you know, Lilo and Stitch. I made him just a dog. He, mm, he's actual dog. Like I can't. No, you took me out that day. Were you were like, is Gabriel even feeding him? <laughs> is he feeding? Him? I was like, <laughs> no. I think it was right after that live stream you did, and we were talking about like you saving Nuru and Dusu. Um, you needing to save them. And I was just like, this, has Gabriel ever fed Nuru? Because I've never oh. seen him feed. <laughs> you don't feed him. <laughs> and then you were like, that, that baby malnourished and depressed. <laughs> no, Nuru no, has it bad. Nuru has it so bad. Oh, I, I told my so sister, because I was talking to my sister about Miraculous. I told my sister what you said, and she was laughing at it for like 10 straight minutes because she was really trying to figure out was he being fed or not? Like, she was like, I'm gonna come to the conclusion that Natalie's feeding him, okay? <laughs> I can sit well. I know Natalie's feeding him. I can't sit well at night knowing that my baby's a starving. I need to go save my kids. Like, I can't. No, seriously. No, because I don't even think Natalie is feeding him because Nuru isn't even allowed like five centimeters away from. Gabriel, like when Nuru tried to escape that one time, and Gabriel was like, "You know, you're not allowed a few feet away from me." I'm just like, "Bro, just no, probably when um <laughs> Natalie's around him, she's like, hey, get this, get this real quick, <laughs> get it real quick.' <laughs> I was dead. <laughs> he not feeding him. 
No, who that shit took me out when somebody had said Plag don't even know he's in the same house as Noru. <laughs> That's so <laughs> <laughs> someone was like, Plag's gonna hate himself knowing that he's been in the same house as Nuru and Ducey all this time and you couldn't even sense them. Which is weird because that's another thing about the writing. Like it don't make, nothing makes sense. Ways wait, is his name Ways? The turtle party. Ways yeah, was able to sense that something was wrong with Nuru when like Korkma first activated as miraculous. So why can't any other Kwame sense where the other Kwamis are? It doesn't make sense. It's always like bad writing. Hole. Bad writing. Exactly. Bad writing. <laughs> I'm tired. No. The Twitter Discord be sending me. <laughs> he not feeding that baby. Like no. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my gosh! I can't! I can't! This show was just bad writing altogether. Because somebody was like, "Why would Master Crew give an emotionally unstable fourteen-year-old girl to be the holder of all of this shit? Like, it's not good. Like, he knew she couldn't handle that by himself, and his ass was like, "Well, um, I'm sorry, bye." Like, <laughs> and then he made her the guardian without even asking her. No, I feel like that was really selfish. Like, I, okay, I like Marina as the guardian. But knowing and that memory wiping thing, that just came out of nowhere. I hate the memory loss trope, how he relinquished his title as the Guardian and then lost his memory. That's just lazy. Like, he could, if they do that to Marinette and she loses her memory, that would have been like eight to ten years wasted of me just watching the show. Because what is the point? Outside of this damn show. <laughs> Someone, someone on Twitter was like, I would have just preferred if they just made Master Fu like die or something <laughs> rather than lose his memory because it's just lazy writing. Speaking of lazy, if they kill off Natalie, we gonna fight. No. <laughs> no, I shouldn't have mentioned that because now you're just thinking about it. <laughs> no, I know, I, think, <laughs> I know when this ends, you're gonna still think about it for like another five hours. <laughs> Can she not die? <laughs> I don't think this show would go there and kill somebody. That's the thing. Like, like I understand death happens. It's a part of life. But like, can it not happen to Huddle? Like, yeah, I don't think they'd do it anyways because they wanted to make Cap Blanc way darker than it already is. But wait, well, how dark did they want to make it? Because I didn't know about all that. <laughs> they wanted to make so you know how like in the other timeline in Cap Blanc, um, Cap Blanc killed Ladybug. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) he killed Ladybug. They wanted to make the episode be from her point of view, like the dead Ladybug's point of view. So she was going to narrate the episode. But wow, so she would be like talking to Ladybug, the current Ladybug, but it would be her ghost. Yeah. They wanted to make it darker than it was. And it was going to be like an hour special, but network executives, probably like Disney or something, were like, no, this shit too dark. Like, this is too dark. No, because that yeah. actually scares me now. Like, no, that don't kill her. <laughs> okay, don't kill her. And so I always start off all my like podcasts like a descendants quote because you know I'm a descendant super fan first before I'm a miraculous super fan. So the quote I picked for you is where is my happy ending? Because um this entire I've been gone off this podcast for so long. This entire year has been a mess. And like miraculous ladybug is getting more and more depressing. Where's when is it gonna get happy again? Like all these, Baronet deserves better. Alia deserves better. 
Natalie deserves so much better. Kagami deserves better. Like Rose and Julika deserve better. Julika really deserves better. Like hundred yeah, <laughs> percent. They all deserve better. They all deserve better. So um we always leave off on like a good positive note. A lot of our followers really like look up to me and they look up to a lot of the guests that I bring on. Do you have anything, you know, inspirational that you would like to tell them? Um, yeah. So, okay. When it comes to inspirational, like if you want to do something, this might, this might just sound like really cheesy and girl, all inspirational stuff is cheesy. <laughs> true but if you want to do something like I don't generally think you should just go for it in general like don't waste time thinking about what's what reaction you'll get out of doing things like if one thing if I learned one thing is that I should never have wasted time starting like a channel because I could have probably been bigger than what I am right now like I probably could have been like at 100k subscribers or whatever like I could have been doing so many much I could be doing much more than I'm doing already but I just cared way too much about what people thought of me when it never really mattered like it the only person and it's gonna sound selfish but the only person that does matter is you before anyone else like be selfish with your be selfish with your time with your money with whatever you want to do with your interest be selfish with it and just go for it like you're gonna encounter like different you know struggles in that but that's literally all part of it and if it really is for you it's gonna work out in the end but yeah yeah, that is my advice I I get you on that because people be like I want to y'all I'm literally a fangirl and I'm that's my job being a fangirl that's G's job we're being a fangirl do it it is possible you gotta put the work in though y'all 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 gotta get yeah. that because a lot of people be like why is this not happening for me yada 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 I'm like are y'all putting in the work because I see how yeah. hard you work and I really do admire that about you thank you so I was like you're so young and you just you're just doing your thing I'm so proud of you like Oh, and also bring something new to the table. Like you mentioned it already in your last live stream, but that really resonated with me. Like if you're going to do something and it's your passion, go for it. But what else can you bring to the table that hasn't already been done before? Yeah, because that's how I felt. Because you were talking about my video where I was talking about like the misogyny and racism. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody do that. (laughs) Like nobody did that. I was just like, will I like what's going to be said? Because this is my favorite show. And at that time I was like, what? 13 no not 13 that's a bit for a stretch and i just did not care for like other things in miraculous i was just like yeah i just want the reveal but then when i saw that video i was like this is interesting and then like what was recommended after was like anime anime plus made a similar video like yeah. either a couple months after or like, yeah. i can't remember the exact timeline but i was like okay like for this to happen it's definitely true like she spilled so I really like that aspect and it kind of just opened my eyes I'm just like there are other things to you know shows than just what you see there are problems within it and I just really appreciated that you you didn't you never hold back in your videos and that's one thing I like like, oh, thank you. Every one time you were saying that you you feel like you you can never keep your mouth shut, but I feel like that's what a lot of people appreciate because yep. you're one of the like realest people in the cartoon community and in like the cartoon industry in itself. Thank like, you. oh, you're gonna get like a, you're gonna get like a writer's jobs. Like people appreciate people being real. 
like just hang tight because thank you because girl i've been this year been beating my ass so bad <laughs> thank you so much you got me over here all cheesing and shit like yeah i noticed that like because i see what you bring to the table like is that emily video blew me i was like okay she got it she has it she has it in her and then I saw your marinette video where I was like, thank you for being the person that's not shitting on her the entire time because I couldn't take it no more. Like, but the marinette haters are something else, okay? Like, oh, I'm 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 gonna make an Alia video soon. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off and call out some questionable people for you know, okay. I saw what you said about Alia. You sure you wanna say that again? Try no. <laughs> some of these little regular ladybug stands did not like me because they said i was reaching when i called out the, that video i made about the fandom having a racism problem they were like you make it up shit no i'm not <laughs> no, i'm not how you gonna tell a black woman what is not affecting her like exactly like people just don't want to hear the truth even though they know it's the truth yeah. it's just like but then they still be watching your videos i'm just like so you do know so she's you're a still. fan so you're exactly. a fan <laughs> exactly it's fan behavior you a secret undercover pirate go ahead and admit it like exactly y'all are weird like it's all no because you know how you can see if someone's a public subscriber to you they think i don't be seeing it like they be leaving like negative comments and i'm like why does it say public subscriber next to your name like exactly people don't know how youtube youtube looks different when you actually make stuff like that's one thing people just don't get like the people that just troll all day long, YouTube looks different than what y'all look, what y'all have, because y'all don't post stuff. I can see how long you've been subscribed to me. I can see all the comments you left on my channel. Y'all are not slick. Like that, that, that girl. That <laughs> but whoa, this this podcast is going on long. It feels like it didn't even go on that long because I just generally enjoy exactly. talking to you. I'm like, girl, you can hit me up whenever. Like, we're friends at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... Would you like to tell everyone um, where they could follow you at? Okay, so you guys can follow me on Twitter, Instagram. I recently made a TikTok. Um, and you can read my fan fiction. So my YouTube is obviously The Cartoon Hotspot. Um, Twitter is The Cartoon Hots One because of the limit. <laughs> so The Cartoon Hots One. Um, Instagram, The Cartoon Hotspot. Twitter, I mean, not Twitter, um, TikTok, The Cartoon Hotspot as well. And um, on AO3 for my fan fictions, you can find me at Miraculous, Miraculous Luigi. Yeah. How did you come up with a cartoon hotspot? I've been wondering about that. That was actually, no, because when I first, before I actually made this channel, I was doing videos on Snapchat. I had no shame. Like I was making commentary on Snapchat and people, and then my friend, my best friend was like, gee, like, no one's watching this nobody cares people are just skipping through your story yep. just make make a channel make a channel and it's like okay if i make a channel i don't want it to just be miraculous because i have made other videos on like shira and Carmen san diego but miraculous yeah. is just taking up most of my time and i was like okay but i don't just want to be miraculously g and then he was like just think of something generic and i was like okay the cartoon hotspot like the ultimate hub for the cartoon <laughs> so i was like okay cool the cartoon hotspot that's what we, that's my brand now like yep that's mariana hook is my brand like it's me but it's also <laughs> yeah. my brand because i don't want people calling me by my real name like oh no y'all <laughs> people no, respect like, people 
people's boundaries. <laughs> like I'm really big on respecting people's boundaries. Like, okay, we gotta say bye to everybody. G, it was great. Bye, everyone. I am Harriana Hook, and thank you for listening to the memoir of a descendant stand.